Hey guys, welcome to Jeff Talk. This will be a new series where it'll be me, Jeffrey Wu, and I'll be talking to you about what I found thought-provoking and interesting and useful in the areas of human performance, metabolic health and nutrition, biohacking and tech, and even philosophy. These topics will often cover recent news and developments, so use this series as a resource for being in the know. In this episode, we're gonna talk about three topics. Sunscreen, vegan meat replacements like Beyond Meat, and the rising trend of sober curious. We're entering summer season, and this week in my hometown of San Francisco, we've been hitting the high 90 degree Fahrenheit. And for those of you that live in the Bay Area, you know that this is ridiculously hot for San Francisco. SF isn't like the rest of California, and most homes here don't have air conditioning. When you're thinking about summer, you're probably thinking about sun, you're probably thinking about the beach, and maybe you're lucky enough to have a vacation in store. And then you probably think sunscreen. And that's very sensible as ultraviolet exposure and the risk of skin cancer is very real. However, if you've been following this channel or my personal Instagram, you do know that I've been thinking a lot about how humans have evolved and lived under full spectrum sunlight for thousands of years and how that light exposure has really gone away in today's modern urban lifestyle where we're constantly indoors in our homes or in our office spaces. Over 200,000 years of Homo sapiens have essentially lived and worked their entire lives outdoors. And only until the industrial revolution with indoor inside factories did more and more of us start living most of our days inside and away from the sun. Of course, there's broad swaths of science and evidence behind the value of some sun exposure for vitamin D, mood, and a number of physical and cognitive indication. So what sparked my specific interest in this topic today is a recent study published last month by FDA scientists showing that popular sunscreen ingredients are being absorbed into the bloodstream at levels much higher than is limited by the FDA. The FDA study showed that sunscreen ingredients, avabenzone, oxybenzone, octocrylene, and a capsule in bloodstream are occurring at levels at between 1.8 to 4.3 nanograms per milliliter. And for your reference, the FDA safety limit for all of these chemicals are 0.5 nanograms per milliliter. It's important to note that we don't know if these high levels are safe or unsafe, but it definitely does raise eyebrows that much more of these chemicals are being absorbed into the bloodstream than we expected. FDA is still taking feedback and comments as they digest these findings. What do we take away from this? I think the broader question is, are we currently overly paranoid on sun exposure? The American Academy of Dermatology has a very conservative opinion on sun exposure. Because ultraviolet rays from the sun and tanning beds can cause skin cancer, the American Academy of Dermatology does not recommend getting vitamin D from sun exposure or indoor tanning. Other countries' dermatologists are much more sanguine on the value of getting sun exposure. For example, Cancer Council Australia's official position paper states, a balance is required between excessive sun exposure, which increases the risk of skin cancer, and enough sun exposure to maintain adequate vitamin D levels. It should be noted that the benefits of sun exposure may extend beyond the production of vitamin D. Other potential benefits of sun exposure include reduction in blood pressure, suppression of autoimmune disease, and improvements in mood. So different opinions from different groups of doctors. So what do I personally do? I'm here trying to synthesize all the different concerns across all the variables here. Of course, I don't wanna premature age my skin and increase my risk of skin cancer, but I do wanna get enough exposure to sun to get all the benefits. 
I've been swapping time that I have inside my gym for time doing light workouts out in the sun. So right now I try to get about 30 minutes of exercise and stretching on my roof in the sun every single day. I also try to take walking meetings and I'll be rolling up my sleeves and I tend to opt for outside meetings at different coffee shops or meals or meeting places versus sitting indoors. However, I'm still sensible when I expect long direct sun exposure. For example, I'll put on sunscreen if I expect to be out in direct sun for over one hour. So if I'm, I'm on the beach or playing tennis, I'll be using sunscreen. And when I do buy sunscreen, I now look for sunscreens that use titanium dioxide or zinc oxide as their primary ingredients. These are minerals and inorganic compounds that don't absorb that well into the skin. The downside is that they do smear white compared to the other compounds, but I'll take the cosmetic ding for reducing exposure to a chemical with unknown side effects. If you're interested in learning more about my thoughts of skincare, check out my podcast I did with my friend Annie Nilo of Alatura. It's episode 65 of the HBM podcast, and we talk about different topical compounds and how they affect skin. Beyond meat and vegan replacement meats. These vegan replacement meats have been a huge trend in recent months. A lot of the media and press around Beyond Meat perhaps is due to the massive IPO and the stock roundup, as well as Impossible Burger getting really high profile distribution deals with popular fast food chains. As you probably know, I'm a big meat eater and am an advocate of a healthy consumption of meat. I've personally experimented with heavily carnivorous diets over the past year or so and have had really positive good results. That said, I very much understand the ethical and moral concerns about consuming other living mammals as food. I especially empathize with the analogy that eating meat is akin to the enslavement of different animal species for their flesh. And I think this is a very powerful argument against our modern factory farming system. I also do understand the environmental sustainability questions around meat consumption versus plant consumption. I've seen data and evidence on both sides here that makes the debate much more complicated than simply stating that meat consumption is just more inefficient than vegetable consumption, especially when one considers the externalities of that nutritional decision. However, today I'm not talking about either of those two important topics. I wanna just simply zero in on the fact that popular media and popular sentiment is that these vegan replacement burgers are healthier than meat burgers. What are these vegan meats exactly? Let's look at the ingredient nutritional profile of these products. The top two ingredients here are pea protein isolate and canola oil. It's essentially a slurry of pea protein powder and canola oil with some seasoning and other things in there for texture and preservatives. Let's be clear. I have no problems with people being creative with food innovation. Heck, we manufacture a ketone ester that doesn't exist in nature. The main concern that I have here is that I am increasingly skeptical of highly processed seed oils like canola oil. Canola and soybean oil have become a substantial percentage of daily American calories because it's relatively cheap. And the problem is that seed oils tend to have a poor ratio between omega-3, which we want more of, and omega-6, which we want less of. My overall opinion here is that I think people should look at these vegan meat replacements like how people view a chicken McNugget. No one studied this yet, but I'd put a bet down that a randomized controlled trial between a beef burger versus a vegan fake meat burger, the folks eating that real beef would have better health biomarker outcomes. Sober curious. CNN wrote an article last week on June 8th about the increasing adoption of a sober curious culture. CNN reports that alcohol sales are now declining and that different investors and brands are starting to make low alcohol or no alcohol drinks. 
They talked to my friend Justin Khan, who used to drink two to three drinks every single day. And now recently he decided to go completely sober. I'm personally very happy to see more and more people opt out of the drinking culture. I remember when I first entered business as a 22 year old, there was a lot of pressure to go network and grab drinks. It seemed like the very adult professional thing to do. Grab drinks at a cool bar after work to talk about professional adult business things. As I grew into my own and gained confidence, I quickly realized that the drink or the bar is more of a window dressing or a show. It's just kind of a social context or excuse. Just like grabbing coffee for a day meeting is an excuse to meet, the same thing with grabbing a drink at a bar. You don't want to spend too long with them, so you don't want to do dinner, so you choose drinks. Is there a better alternative? Don't get me wrong, I like a good drink at a good party on occasion. If I'm at a friend's wedding, I'm going to be more often than not going to be toasting a couple with champagne and reminiscing with friends at the whiskey bar. However, I don't think most people ever truly analyze and think about why they're partaking in drinking culture. And they just sort of default into it. Today, I see a lot of people just reflectively trained to just grab that drink instinctually to relax or use that drinking context to network and socialize. Taking just one step back out of that drinking culture, simply ask, why can't I relax, socialize, network or catch up with friends or business contacts? sober. I found that more and more people realize that the mild boost and fun that alcohol might provide is rarely worth the mild tax on sleep and productivity for the next day. Can we create a new culture where there's just a better activity to do at night? What if ketonester cocktails were the future? Can we get some of that cognitive and anti-anxiety boost from a strong stiff shot of ketonester? Should HVMN make ketone houses for these types of activities? Let me know what you think. Now I'm going to go and respond and read some of your comments. The host looks like John Cho from Harold and Kumar, LOL. I actually do get that quite often. Maybe once a month or so when I'm out and about, people kind of poke and be like, are, are, have you seen you in a movie? Are, are, are you famous? White Castle? Um, I'll take it as a compliment. Thank you. What's your background? I'm very curious. Are you a doctor or just a nutrition enthusiast? You've got a great channel, by the way. I love the way you run your interviews. I'm a computer scientist and an engineer by background. I have no formal training in medicine or nutrition. From my perspective, instead of applying systems engineering principles to machines or computer algorithms, I'm simply applying that same skeptical systematic lens on human performance and physiology. Uh, and I'm a big believer in being able to learn and teach yourself by reading, talking to experts, and really learning from the best in the world. And I think with technology like YouTube, you can learn literally from the best people in the world. I think on the caveat side, I'm not a doctor, not giving medical advice, but that doesn't say you can't be empowered to learn, really learn the fundamentals, and get your own strong opinions. And I think ultimately, what is science? Science is not an uh, argument to authority. A PhD or a piece of paper isn't, it isn't truth. The facts are the truth. And I think more and more of us should be focused on the data, the science, the evidence, rather than necessarily a piece of paper. Although a piece of paper can be very important as a way to choose which sources to trust. This is the best video I have viewed on YouTube in a very long time. Thank you for this. The keto diet cured my diabetes and I lost 50 plus pounds. Before this diet, I was all vegan and my health continued to diminish. I too am hammering everyone over the head with this info. The food pyramid is a total lie. Well, thank you for the very kind compliments. 
Look, I think the food I, I think the food pyramid is misguided. I don't know if I'm in the conspiracy theory where the food pyramid dictators are trying to kill everyone, but I agree with you. The food pyramid needs to be fixed, and I hope the new science and the new data will help us get there. And then Zill mentioned the vegan point that I should probably reference and, and speak to as well. I think vegan is a moral ethical choice and not a personal health choice. And I think people need to just disambiguate and separate out those arguments. I think, again, there's a good moral, ethical, potentially environmental story of why being vegan or plant-based is good. But I think that is very, very distinct from the data and evidence on how being vegan is good for you, specifically as a human. And for me right now, I want to be prioritizing my health and my performance, and therefore the data and evidence around being meat-driven or consuming enough ample meat is very, very important for the optimal health and performance. And I think in this anecdote, in, in, this, in this comment, absolutely, I think people that are going vegan and, and, and not doing the right amount of supplementation, all the work you need to do to get vegan right, very, very risky for health. Before we wrap up, I have some really great news for the HVMN YouTube channel. We just crossed our 1 millionth play and we're close to hitting 20,000 subscribers. That's really freaking exciting and thank you so much for the support. To celebrate your support of our channel, we're gonna be doing a massive giveaway for when we hit 20,000 subscribers. When we hit 20,000 subscribers, we're gonna give away a 12 pack of HVMN ketone ester and a full set of Nutribox, the full HVMN package. We appreciate the support and the faster we get there, the faster we give away some awesome product. This is it for the first episode of Jeff Talk. If you enjoy this video or have any questions, please let me know by commenting below and hitting that like button. Keep up that self-experimentation, eat real food, and strive to be the best human you can be.